0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 45 of Parenting in Real Life. We're back. Yep.
1: We really struggle with getting consistent podcasts, so if you're looking for a consistent podcast, it's not us, and we apologize.
0: (laughs) You can only be consistent about a few things as a parent, and we choose to feed our kids. (laughs) So you come second. Sorry. (laughs) So our real-life parenting moment, uh, we've got a couple. Um, One is a short one, but it happened last night. We are sick in our family for... Ever? Yeah, just forever.
1: (laughs) This is one of those times where you get an illness, and then it starts to go away, but it kind of slowly goes through the kids, and then it starts to go away, and then you get something new, and you start all over. So we're going around two. Without
0: a break. Like, the last kid got what we thought was the same thing everybody else had, and it apparently was a different thing, because now she's giving it to everybody else. So we're just going around two all over again. It's Killing me. It's the
1: worst. Winter be over.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so Nathan had a little fever last night and was tired and sleeping during dinner. And Jack's eating his dinner and then notices Nathan's gone and sees him laying on the couch. And he says, Dad, is my brother dead? <laughs> <laughs> it was really cute.
1: <laughs> We're like, no, Jack, he's not dead.
0: <laughs> Ever since Jimmy played dead, our fish.
1: <laughs> now everybody's dead. Now
0: everybody's Very aware of death in our family. (laughs) But it was funny.
1: So the one I wanted to share today, um, this was what our topic is about today. Uh, No screen time. It left us some more time to do things. And the girls were at school. And Nathan asked me if I could paint his toes. (laughs) And (laughs) I didn't. No, if I should say no, because I didn't want it to make him want it more. I just kind of told him that this is kind of a girl thing, but I could paint his toes if he wanted. And then Jack was like, oh, well, I want my toes painted. So I'm like, great, great. So they went through my nail polish and pulled out all the many colors. They wanted like every toenail to be a different color. And I painted their fingers and toes. <laughs> and... <laughs> I did get Nathan to take off his before he went to preschool. Though. I'm like, I don't know if you should wear that to preschool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he used uh, social peer pressure to be like, eh, you might want to take that off. And he, he agreed. But I don't know. Like, I don't know if I made the right choice. Because that's I don't know. It's kind of weird to paint your boys' nails. But I don't know. They're three and four. So.
0: I feel like so, I wanted to paint my fingernails at one point. When I was a little kid, my mom let me use, like, the clear stuff.
1: They're not satisfied with clear. It has to be color. Even Uh, sparkles. They wanted
0: sparkles. (laughs) Yeah. But by the end, he wanted it off. He was asking for it off.
1: Yeah. Jack uh, Jack still still has this this on. Still rocking it. It's just slowly wearing off, you know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Welcome back. So, as Alexis alluded to, we... Went screenless.
1: And it was crazy. This was a, And this was Alan's idea, by the way. And I like how we like, hey, we're going to do no screams while I'm at work. And you implement this since you're the stay-at-home mom. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> so I was a little hesitant at first because I'm the one at home with the kids all day. But um, we had an experience that made me want to do it, too.
0: Pushed us over the edge. Yes. We had church. And usually our church is like an hour of everybody sits together in the chapel and then an hour of the kids go to their Sunday school classes and it's great. But every, like twice a year, it's two hours in the chapel just watching church on the screen and our kids were a disaster. They were
1: so bad. 20
0: minutes in. I was ready to leave. It was <laughs> so bad. And I was like, this is going to be two hours. It's always bad. Um, but this one was fixing to be the worst ever.
1: It was quite the struggle. They're just kids up moving around. They're hurting each other. They're like, talking really like loud. Just like
0: talking full on loud, screaming at each other. Not always like angry, but just like like they were in the middle of a playroom. And they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> We
1: were at church with other people around us trying to listen and pay attention, but our kids were preventing that.
0: It was so bad. I can't even remember how bad it was, but I remember that it was so bad that we came home and we said, well, I said, without Alexis.
1: <laughs> without consulting me. <laughs>
0: Whoops. I learned. But uh, I said, okay, we are taking a break from screens. And um, and we did.
1: We did it for a whole week. Well, I guess weekdays. We um, kind of let them watch some screens on the weekend. And um, I did say that I, I kind of need some time in the afternoon, you know, to get stuff done. And so I let the boys pick one movie to watch after lunch. And it had to be after lunch. So we had no screens at all during the morning. And they could choose one movie after lunch. And then after that, we turned it off. And the girls came home from school. We didn't watch screens for the rest of the day. Because um, typically our kids get up. And they're early risers. So we usually let them watch screens first thing in the morning. And then it kind of trickles, you know, as the girls go to school and then I let them keep watching shows and as i I'm trying to get some stuff done around the house. And I knew it was a lot of screen time, but I didn't know what to do instead. Cause I needed to get stuff done. And I felt like this was the only way to keep them occupied while I was trying to, you know, do laundry or clean the kitchen or, you know, just clean up the house. There's other
0: things that need to be done. Yeah. I remember the first weekday after this, like texted me at like 10 and was like, I'm never going to get anything done. <laughs> and it definitely feels like that. When you've got your kids trained to watch shows all the time, you take it away and it is painful.
1: Because they wanted something all the time or they needed help or, you know, they wanted a snack or they needed help with this game or whatever. It's like they just needed me every five seconds. And I'm just like, I can't do anything because right. they just want me all the time. Yeah. So it was hard. Uh, that first day was especially hard. It, it did get better. Um, just to kind of give you an idea of what technology we have in our house, uh, we, each of our children, not Lucy, but all the rest have their own little Amazon fire tablet. Um, and then we have one TV, um, in our main living area. And then Alan and I each have, um, an iPad and an iPhone. So that kind of tells you what's available around our house. Um, we did set the tablets, um, on two hour time limits, but what I found was that the kids would hit their time limit on their tablet. And so they couldn't do their tablet anymore, but then they would just find another way to get a screen, whether that was watching TV in the living room, or they would grab my phone or grab the iPad and go hide, you know, cause they knew they weren't supposed to do screens anymore, but they would find one and then they would just go take it.
0: Yeah. You can't track cumulative screen time. It's just. On that device. And so they never stuck to it.
1: Yeah. And so that's why when we were doing this no screen time, I set that time. I'm like, okay, we will have one movie and it will be after lunch. And that is it.
0: Yep. And then the rest of the time iPads are high and far away from kids. Yeah.
1: Um, And if you aren't aware, the American Academy of Pediatrics, they do have suggestions for screen time amounts. Um, It's two hours for children over five um, up through teenagers and you're only supposed to do two hours. Um, children two to five is one hour and children under two are not supposed to be using screens at all. So this is their suggestion. Um, and then you do what you want with that.
0: <laughs> yep. And I think we would even talked about that before in an early episode and kind of laughed like, like you could ever do that. But, and I think we're getting to this at the end. Like yeah, our that we results. about afterwards. Yeah, results so, are safe at the end. So yeah. we uh yeah. We I was a big believer in screen time. It's like a saving grace as a parent. And I still think it is, but it needs to be there's benefits to making it limited.
1: Mm-hmm. Um so I looked up some information about screen time just to um help you understand how it affects your ch- children's brains a little bit before we told you our results. Um so I don't know if you're aware of the Instagram account Simply On Purpose, Um, but she had a little segment on um, screen time in her Instagram stories, and she recommended a book called Reset Your Child's Brain by Victoria Dunkley, and she just kind of gave some information that she found in that book, so I thought we could just review that real quickly. Um, she said that 77% of parents today feel like it's harder to raise children now than before. And the number one reason is because of technology. Um, but what was interesting that when they asked the kids, um, about technology, they also, or most of them said they wish their parents would get off their phones. Um, huh. so the hard thing is, is that we don't want our kids to be using screens, but we're not modeling that behavior because we're on our phones all the time. Mm
0: hmm. It's, we just had a moment yesterday and it's sad that it like stood out to me, but we were getting ready for bed, but we had some extra time and Nathan has a book of paper airplanes. It shows you how to make paper airplanes and it has some paper in there. And we probably spent a half an hour just making paper airplanes with the kids and there was no screens for both the parents and the kids. And it was amazing. It was fun and everybody was enjoying it. And Lucy was just crawling around doing her thing and all the kids were doing the airplanes and. Just like, man, this is, this is so much better than when the kids are running around and the parents are on their phones, totally disengaged or when the kids are on screens or fighting, you know, it was just like, this is, that was one of those golden moments of parenting where like, this is what I want it to be like all the time. And it's not going to be, but it's nice to like, see the ideal. I mean, and a huge part of that was that Alexis and I were both engaging.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, we all know tech is super stimulating. It's using the fight or flight part of the brain and children have a hard time self-regulating after screens are taken away. So that part of the brain starts to shut down. They get mood swings, they have tantrums, bad sportsmanship, sleep deprivation, and all under chronic stress. So it's, it just does terrible things to your brain because, um, and this, this is kind of what sparks the whole thing at church. Um, cause church is like by definition, kind of a, stimulation free time, you know, like (laughs) there, it was a little bit dry for kids and, and they just have to sit there and we have a bag of a few coloring books and stuff, but a coloring book versus Paw Patrol, like it's, there's just no competition. These shows are designed to like, just suck your kids brains in and keep them there for as long as they can. So it's loud and colorful and and changes a lot, and all of those things that the world doesn't give, and so it's super super addicting for kids and when they have to go to the boring black and white world that we live in it's <laughs> it's just painful for them and for us right like that's why it's so hard for us to get rid of our screens mm-hmm.
1: So there's two types of screen time. There's interactive screen time and there's passive screen time. So interactive screens are those that are iPads, phones, touchscreens, even Kindles, um, because they found that the brain doesn't process words as easily and reading is slower when you actually do it on a screen rather than having the book in your hand. Um, And then video games. These types we are less likely to monitor because we feel like the kids that their minds are being engaged, right? That they're interacting with it, that they're doing something, that they're moving their hands. We think, oh, they're using their brains. They have to think about it. And so we don't usually monitor as in like the amount of time we're like, oh, it's fine because they're doing something good, right? Yeah. That their they're brains engaged. are growing and whatever. But um, they actually found that this type of screen time is more damaging um, because the brain is overstimulated and it's addicting. And so it can create um, a, emotions of like irritability um things like anxiety and symptoms of like adhd so you could think like oh my kid has adhd but really it's just that they're using their screens too much
0: that's disturbing and mind-blowing and i hate that
1: (laughs) i know isn't it frustrating
0: (laughs) far more damaging because they're overstimulated and addicted Mm -hmm. yikes
1: And then the second kind is passive screen. So these are your TV shows or your movies. So, and you know, this is where you just sit and you're watching. And so parents tend to monitor this time more because you think, oh, they're just sitting doing nothing. And so, okay, you can watch your one movie and then you're done or your one show. Um, But these aren't as bad as the interactive screens.
0: I did have a proud parenting moment the other day. I, uh, I always tell the kids that if they use screens too much, then that their brain will start dripping out of their ears.
1: <laughs> yes, he does all the time. And
0: the kids uh, were talking about one of their a kid in the neighborhood and he apparently plays video games a lot. And one of the girls said his brain is like dripping out of his ears. And I was like, ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, something stuck. Something stuck. <laughs> it was awesome.
1: So, um, on the end of this little segment done by, simply on purpose. She said that in the book, they suggest doing electronic fast. And I was like, yes, we did that
0: (laughs) because I made us and you were mad at me at first.
1: I totally was, but I'm glad that we did it. Uh, And then in a study found on 60 minutes about the effects of screen time on kids, um, they talked to someone named Tristan Harris, who was a former Google manager. And he said that phones and apps are being designed to capture and keep kids attention. So he said that there's a whole playbook of techniques that get used to get you using the product for as long as possible, right? So they're creating these products and they want you to use them. So they're finding ways to make kids be addicted to them so that they can use them more and want the new stuff and you buy more apps, you know, and all that things.
0: If you don't believe this or you feel like this is just crock that the screen haters say, screen haters. you, uh, you can, if you have a iOS device, an iPhone, you can go into a setting and change it from color to black and white to grayscale. And they said color is one of the big things that gets even adults addicted to phones. So go and turn your phone on grayscale. And it is like painful to use your phone. And not just because things don't like things still work. Like technically I can still do Instagram or
1: it's send Instagram text black or whatever. There?
0: Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. It is amazing how you're like, I don't want to use this anymore. <laughs> I don't like this thing. It, it's amazing. It really is amazing. It will shock you and disturb you.
1: And iOS now lets you see how much you're on your phone now. Mm-hmm. And you can pick, like I'll show you what apps you're on, how long you're on there. And you can even start setting time limits for yourself. If you only want to be on your phone for so many time, minutes a day, it can stop your phone and say, Oh, you yeah. reached your time limit. So yeah. I think it kind of makes you worry like, Oh wow. Yeah. I'm on my phone more than I thought.
0: <laughs> yeah. It doesn't lock you out as hard as it could. In my opinion, like you, you can, can just, just say, skip it. And like, <laughs> oh, I'll try again tomorrow. Um, so you have that one chance to say you're right, but it's too easy to just blow past it.
1: There is a password code that you can do on it. And Alan asked me to set the passcode for him so that he wouldn't know what it was. <laughs> We we know a lot of our same passcodes, so I must have thought, oh, I'm going to do one that he doesn't know, but I totally forgot what it was. I've tried like 10 different times to figure it out and his phone keeps shutting me out. So (laughs) So, sorry, at least you can just put it to ignore. So it's not a big deal. It doesn't mess up his phone, but if he ever wants to like change stuff, we just can't right now.
0: (laughs) It's awesome. All right. So now to our results.
1: it brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the iMom podcast with new episodes every Monday. As the stay-at-home mom who spent most of my time with these kids during the morning when they had no screens, um, I...
0: Before we do that... Oh, Okay. Can we just say like the first two days was pretty rough. We kind of yeah. hinted at that. Like this was not a, oh my goodness, this is amazing on day one. It was not amazing on day one. No, it was not. It was a lot of tears and fears. And if we weren't members of the Church of Jesus Christ, Latter-day Saints, beers. <laughs> we don't drink beers. <laughs>
1: Uh, a lot of complaining and asking for screens. My kids are like, can I watch shows now? Can I do this? I'm like, no, after lunch, no, after lunch. And they just, it was a constant we, battle.
0: We even told them that up front. We're like, this is going to be really hard at the first couple of days. But our theory is that after a couple of days, you're going to, you're going to like it.
1: And like I said, like first thing in the morning, the, the kids would be watching shows and I, uh, teach english to chinese kids in the morning and i was a little worried about how things were going to go because alan watches the kids in the morning while i'm teaching and now he didn't have a screen time option so i'm like oh i hope that's okay
0: (laughs) it is okay what just one example with that is when i turn on a show they all kind of get sucked into the show and immediately start like getting antsy what i've noticed is when i don't turn on a show now They all just kind of come down and there's nothing to do and they're too tired and groggy to like do something. So they just kind of lay on the couch and like take their time waking up and it takes 20 or 30 or 40 minutes for them to all kind of get up and then we start eating and stuff. So it actually makes the morning easier.
1: Mm. Oh, good. I like that. Um, So I always felt really guilty that I don't play with my kids And if you go all the way back to our very first episode of this podcast, we talk about uh, playing with your kids and how I don't usually do that. Um, But I always felt guilty that I wasn't like spending that time getting down on the floor with them and stuff. But I found with no screen time that I didn't feel guilty anymore because I was interacting with them all morning long. And not only while I was doing my things, but they would ask me to be involved in whatever they were doing. So because we were always talking – and doing things together, maybe it wasn't playing, but we were interacting so much. I didn't feel like that guilt inside, like, oh, I really should have been playing Legos with them or whatever, because we were doing stuff.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the boys also helped me clean. I was cleaning the kitchen Tuesday morning and they both wanted to help, which was new. Um, and they did more art activities. Um, they got into watercolors and thanks to... Uh, Alan's mom introduced them to watercolors and I bought them some, a little pack and they loved it. They did it for a long time.
0: Yeah. We forget that our kids like to do other things. And in fact, they forget they like to do other things. They do. The girls comment after, I think it was the second day. Um, they are like, we like no screen time because they remembered that they have toys and activities that they like to do. It's just, it never could compete with screen time. But once that was gone, they realized it. And there's, they're happier because they're doing all these things that are way more fun, but just take someone to force them to do them. Another thing that we found is that our boys fall asleep more quickly at night. The bedtime routines are so much better. It's amazing.
1: We had to fight to put our kids to bed every single night. It was just this constant battle to get them to stay in their beds, you know? And I feel like since we stopped doing screens, the battle is way shorter. Like we still have to go in their rooms, you know, a couple of times after, but usually dragged on for like a half hour to an hour, but now it's just a few minutes and yeah. then they go to sleep.
0: I think there's two parts to that. Like, I know that your phone will like shift to the yellowish thing. Cause they say blue light is bad for sleep and it may be, but I think it's just, I think the other side of that, the reason why I don't, by that at least for our kids is we didn't let them do screens right before bed anyway. Like the no. last hour or two after dinner, we never did screens. Yeah. And so I, I don't, I don't know if that's making a difference, but I think it's just that they were active all day instead of sitting lethargically watching a screen and not getting any physical energy out, even though their brains might've been tired, their bodies weren't. And so they go to bed and they're like super cranky cause they're mentally tired, but super, wired because they're not physically tired and so when they're off screens they're getting tired in both ways and so we just don't fight them nearly as much
1: so then at church the following sunday was a night and day difference it was amazing and so we went back to the normal time where we just had the hour of them sitting but that hour was so much better
0: yeah we had kids reading books yeah on their own without being asked like they were just reading and it was like what has happened to our children? I know. <laughs> Never did I think a child could just sit and read a book for 20 minutes. And they did. They did it. And maybe listening to church would be better, but heck I could listen to church. So we'll count it for both of us. That's
1: <laughs> true. They're still kind of young to understand what's being said, but as long as they're quiet. Um, Something I did notice about it that it didn't fix was the fighting. The fighting did not get better. Um. But they there was more playtime between the kids, so the kids were playing together more, but the fighting wasn't less. But maybe I guess it balances out a little bit more, so it's not always fighting. It's some playtime and then some fighting and then some playtime and then some fighting.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's not gonna solve all your problems. Your kids are still gonna be kids. Yeah. But they're just not all of their good time is spent staring at a screen. We asked our kids what they thought, and I kind of hinted at this. But Cammy said, it wasn't fun, but I was more creative. She really likes to be creative, but doesn't when she's on the screen. And so this allows her to, to have some creative time. Mm-hmm.
1: And then Chloe said that she didn't like it at first, but then she found that she played with her stuffed animals more. So like Alan said, um, Chloe is our kid who really likes to play with toys. And so she found that she was actually playing with her toys more when she didn't have screen time
0: mm-hmm. and man, she fought it so bad. The first day when I got home from work, she was still crying about it and had been since she got home from school. It's like, Chloe, just go play with your stuffed animals. And she was like, no, I will not. And then, cause she's stubborn. She has to say she won't. And then she sneaks off and does it. <laughs> um, so she came back a half an hour later and she has all her stuffed animals and played imaginary games with her stuffed animals for like till dinner. It was a long time. And loved it. And then the next, as she was taking the stuffed animals upstairs, she's like, can I play with these again tomorrow? And was totally on board at that point.
1: Um, Kami also had a meltdown time where she really wanted screens and was super upset with me that I wasn't letting her. Um, It seems like all of our kids had a couple of those times where they had like a little meltdown of why can't we have screens? And this isn't fair. And this is dumb or whatever.
0: It's called a withdrawal.
1: Yes. Which is sad but kind of shows you like how addicted they really were. And probably we are too. <laughs> Our screens. <laughs> um, so there, that is something that we do have to, did have to put up with. Um, there's less fighting about now because now they just kind of know we're not doing screens as much as we were. Um, so it's not, that part's not as bad anymore. Yep. I also found that I felt happier around the kids too. Um, I think I used to have, I expected that the screens were their babysitter. And so if they were bugging me while they were on their screens, I would get frustrated because I'm like, why aren't you just watching your show? Why are you bugging me right now? Because I'd be trying to get things done. And I expected them to, you know, just be doing their thing instead of asking me to help them. And so when I didn't have that expectation anymore, it didn't really bother me when they came and interrupted me because I just assumed it was going to happen anyway. <laughs> uh, I think it just gave me a better mindset of like how you know, when the kids were approaching me. And so I felt overall that I felt happier too.
0: Yeah. It really has been amazing in our house so much so that the week is over and we've still dialed it back a lot.
1: Yeah. So you can tell us what our new, what we're doing now, I guess. So we did the week of no screens and we kind of went from there. What we decided to do.
0: Yeah. We talked about it with the kids and by the end of the week, they were on board. We said that um, we're not going to watch shows in the morning and we don't watch any shows as we're starting the day and the girls go off to school right now. They're not in school, um, but we don't do any shows in the morning and we stick to that time right after lunch. And that's the only screen time. So right now we were doing like a one to three, but I think we moved back to two to four.
1: Yeah. Cause our kids are off track right now and all the rest of the neighborhood is not off track. <laughs> And so they, their friends can't really play until after four. And so there was, like, this dead time in between where they were kind of frustrated that they couldn't have screen time, but their friends weren't quite at home yet. And so it, was, it got kind of so crazy. So we found
0: if we're going to do two hours, let's do it right up until friends get home from school. And so because even if it's only once a day, they still, like, it sucks them in and they feel like they can't do anything else. And so friends are motivated enough that they don't care about their screens. And so two to four works better for us.
1: Yeah. So this is, so any between two and four, that's the only time they're allowed to do screens. Um, we set their tablet so that that was the only available time that they were allowed to do screens. Um, so they can watch like today I turned on a movie and the kids, most of the kids watched a movie. The Cami did a different show on her tablet. Mm -hmm. Um, but I like that, that limits it to the two hours. Like, so now I know for sure they're not getting more than, than yep. those those two hours.
0: We've tried to be better. I'm very good at not letting kids use my devices. Alexis struggles a little bit.
1: <laughs> well, sometimes people take my phone. Usually usually they don't, because sometimes when I'm listening to podcasts, whatever I need it or yeah. grocery list or whatever. There's usually a reason I need it. So I try not to let the kids use my phones.
0: You need to change your password.
1: I probably should change my password. All the kids know it. So mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: But it's been very, very, very rewarding. Um, And so we want, it was so rewarding, our little social experiment, that we want to do more of these. So in the comments on our Instagram or email us, let us know what else you'd like us to do. We want to do these week withouts uh, for a lot of things. We've thought of maybe snacks between meals. That's one where we kind of hate that we do it, but do it because we don't want to put up with the fighting but we might go a week without snacks in between meals so if there's another thing that you think it would be interesting to hear how it goes if we got rid of it for a week let us know and we'll we'll try it out and let you know if it's awful or if it's awesome Yep. so to wrap up uh we definitely think that for our family we were addicted to screens all of us um but especially the kids were just unable to find other things to do because screens were so enticing and we shared some science about how, just how enticing it is. Um, and found that as we got rid of screens, we saw huge improvements behaviorally, um, in terms of how our kids, what our kids did with their day, how they went to sleep so many benefits, um, so much so that we're still doing it and still seeing the benefits, um, largely we're not hundred percent, no screens, but pretty dang close so do it go screen free do it for a week i kind of think of these week without as like the whole 30 where you're (laughs) supposed to cut everything out even though some things are good cut it all out and then slowly ease it back in and and it's um easier to see like how it helps you or what's bad
1: yes we definitely challenge you take take the challenge do no screens do it for a week Do it for a week and see what happens.
0: Thanks, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you found some helpful tips. You can follow us and should follow us on Instagram at PIRL Podcast or Lorkeet Sisters. You can tweet us. I'm at Alan T. Tanner.
1: And I'm at Alexis Tanner 1. You can also find us on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash PIRL. And please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts
0: and while you're there give us a rating we i think generally are found because people either search parenting or people tell other people about it so if you know a parent that you think could benefit from laughing a little bit about parenting and maybe learning some things about parenting share our podcast that's where how i find all the podcasts i listen to is by people saying oh this is good so anyways
1: podcasts are becoming more popular i heard someone today just be like oh you should listen to this podcast you know so when people are asking hey what's a good parenting podcast give a little plug in
0: mm-hmm. that'd be great thanks <laughs> we appreciate it and as always a special thanks to our five kids for being kids